Do you think Jesus could do anything right here in Las Vegas, Sin City? I believe that what God is doing is He's creating an eternal testimony. And what we know is when we can come together under a spirit of unity, nothing will be impossible. Hello and welcome to another episode of Las Vegas United. I am your host, Aaron Pino. And uh, yeah, thanks for taking some time out of your schedule to join us on our show. Whether you're watching on King 17, I want to say thank you for watching. Or maybe you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook or listening on Spotify, iTunes. We're all over the place, all right? So wherever you are getting this, I want to say thank you so much. But a special shout out and thank you to those right here in the Las Vegas Valley watching this on King 17. You know, here at Las Vegas United, we are partnering together with God, creating eternal testimonies of his goodness, mercy, and power right here in the Las Vegas Valley. And so we bring on different ministries, different uh, community leaders, different entrepreneurs. And so today we have a special treat for you all uh, because we have some young people from YWAM. So would you help me welcome Avery? I said that right? Yes. yes. Avery and Jameson. Welcome to the show, guys. Oh, yes. Thank you for having us, Aaron. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. It's a, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you on. I'm excited to talk about the things of the Lord, what God's doing in your life, what God's doing in our city. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the nitty gritty of things, uh, introduce yourself to our audience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My name's Avery again, and I'm from Whitefish, Montana. Mm-hmm. And I came to Las Vegas October 1st to YWAM. <laughs> YWAM, all the way from Montana to the big city of Las Vegas. Yes, huh? very yeah. big change. Oh, yeah. How, what, do you, what do you think about Vegas so far? Oh, gosh. There's so many people. It just amazes me. I'm from a tiny town. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, welcome to Las Vegas. Thank you. For the time being. Jameson, tell us about yourself. Yeah, right? yeah. I am also far from far away. I'm from <laughs> yeah, from uh, Stanton, Virginia, near uh, JMU. Uh, university um yeah um yeah it's in the appalachian mountains um yeah uh i felt god calling me to uh las vegas i've been in wildland for uh, about one two two years and yeah i've taken my experience from wildland here to the city i fell in love with fell in love with the ministries fell in love with the uh, people group fell in love yeah fell in love with everything <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome uh, for for our audience who don't know necessarily what YWAM stands for, what does YWAM stand for? It, it stands for uh, Youth with a Mission, oh. and we are youths with a mission. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so our general, we're, um, we teach young people how to go out into the missions field, and generally the ages is college age, but there are also um, discipleship training schools for people who are older, but generally college age is who we take to empower and embolden yeah. so that they can walk in their calling with the Lord. Yeah. The, uh, the disciple training school, it's the main school you have to take in YWAM, Youth with a Mission. Um, anybody that wants to join YWAM, it's the first school they have to take, and that's three months. It's five months total, but the first three months is lectures. Each week, which is 12 weeks, it's on a different topic. For example, Father Heart of God, Evangelism, the core of the Bible, uh, etc. Each anything that builds the kingdom of God. Yeah. And you do like for and in Vegas especially, uh, you do outreaches, you do ministry. Um, like in Vegas, we have uh, orphan care ministries, uh, anti-human trafficking ministries, homeless ministries, and that really 
especially me, benefited me in my disciple training school is learning how to talk to people, <clears throat> taking what I learned in my lectures and talking to people about it, building the kingdom of God and having fellowship with them and taking that outreach and taking it to the nations was the, uh, the second half, the two month outreach. Um, and yeah, just taking it to a foreign country, talking to people with a different language yeah. and just loving all people. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's really awesome. We were talking a little bit before the show about uh, Lauren Cunningham. He recently passed away. He was the founder of Youth with a Mission. Like, this isn't just a Las Vegas thing. This is actually, YWAM is all over the world, right? Yes, it's international. Like a, yeah, it's a global groups. missions movement, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so tell us a little bit about your stories, how you landed up with Youth with a Mission. I want to hear from both of you. Avery, you can go first. Yeah, so in 2021, I was in Las Vegas for the first time, just passing through to get to Florida. And I went with my parents to the Las Vegas Strip and was walking around seeing all the worldly things that Las Vegas is kind of known for. Mm -hmm. And we came upon showgirls everywhere, and my parents said to look away, don't look them in the eye. And I ended up looking one in the eye, and God just struck my heart uh, with love for them. Yeah. And so then I was, once we got to Florida, I was praying on the beach, and I was like, Lord, like, I knew something in my heart. He was like, you got to do something. And so he called me to minister in Las Vegas eventually. And from there, I found out about YWAM, and they have a human trafficking track. Mm-hmm. And that's where God pulled me to, and that's why I'm here. That's amazing. Watch out for them showgirls. You know, you yeah. put, put one in the eye. You, you're, mo- you're, mo- you're, yeah. you're moving here all the way from Montana to Las Vegas yeah. to minister, minister to them. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Jameson, yeah. what about you? Me? Yeah. Um, yeah. After high school, uh, my senior year, I had no idea what to do. The whole year I thought I was going to play college football. That's my main goal was play college football, but I ended up not playing college football. And But what I had was my passion for God and a f- my passion for nations. And that turned out to be the calling for a missionary. And I found about what youth with a mission was through my pastor's son, who did a disciple training school and loved it. Which, And he was still a missionary because of youth with a mission. Um, but yeah, what he told me just made me... Re- made me realize I want to be do youth with a mission. Mm-hmm. And I also, and with youth with a mission, they have tracks. Like, we have orphan care and anti-human trafficking tracks. But uh, other bases have uh, adventure track, outdoor tracks. And I fell in love with that. And I went to uh, youth with a mission, North Cascades, to do the uh, adventure track. And it was awesome. Because I got to see the North Cascades, which are... One of the most beautiful mountains in America. And, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I did that. Um, It was during COVID, which is very hard. Uh, Half of my DTS got split. So I lost really good friends during it. Um, But it just built. With a disciple training school, you build friendships, almost like a sibling relationship that you will never forget. And it's just beautiful. And that because of what I learned in my disciple training school, I'm still in youth with a mission. That's awesome. Yeah. 
So we know how Avery landed up in Las Vegas. How did you land up in Las Vegas? Yeah, with uh, my outreach because COVID, uh, the borders are closed, and uh, I couldn't go to a foreign country. Mm. So the next best thing was cities. Yeah. Um, and I ended up here in Las Vegas. And I'm, you mean to tell me Las Vegas is like a foreign country here in America? Yeah, I don't know. That's, what, that's what they thought. No yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. But, no, but I am so glad I did because the outreach, like I, told, I said earlier, like my outreach is probably the best. The ministries were probably the most beneficial part of my yeah. DTS. And if I always think if I didn't talk to someone like in my native tongue, English, that probably would have not benefited me as more mm-hmm. so that, yeah, I'm so glad I did that. And I, two, like probably two years later, I met her and our director again and he told us they were in need of staff and I always knew I wanted to work for a YWAM base. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is a clear calling from God. I want to come staff at YWAM North YWAM Las Vegas. Wow. That's so, awesome. So yeah, here I am talking, talking to you. There, yeah. I, well, I'm glad you're talking to me today, yeah, my yeah. friend. God, it's God, yeah. Yeah, it, it is the Lord. So for our audience, because, you know, we have a broad audience. We have people, like I, like you heard earlier, they watch on a local TV. They watch on YouTube, Facebook, mm-hmm. these different areas. Um, maybe we have some young people, maybe getting ready to graduate high school. Maybe, you know, maybe they're, they're in between high school debating whether or not they're going to go to college, what would you say to somebody like that if they're on the fence of what they should do? Yeah. Talk to us about that. So YWAM is an amazing place to be if you don't quite know what God wants because a lot of the focus is upon hearing the voice of God. And so if you're not able to hear God's voice clearly about what your calling is, where you should your next step should be, wait on the Lord and at YWAM, since that's the big focus, you can find a lot of clear answers from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Personally, I've learned to speak in tongues in like the past two weeks. Awesome. God's just been pouring out His word upon me, and I've just been able to hear His voice clearly, and that's a huge benefit to yeah. the training. And from also, going on a mission trip before college really exposes you to the world and kind of breaks away the barriers that have been built up through your childhood, what you've learned over the years, and just shows you like how God loves every person, no matter like what nation they yeah. grew up, where they grew up. And so it's a really eye-opening and I think a huge way that just allows God to speak to you in different ways that you would have never actually allowed him to speak to you because yeah. you don't you know, understand it. That's amazing. Very cool. What yeah. would you say? Yeah, I agree with her. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's like almost like a now or never. It's like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, basically. And I feel at that age, it's something you really need to pray about. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you want to be in ministry, if you want to go be a doctor, if you want to go be a, uh, like a lawyer, if you want to just be something that's not ministry, this is something that will benefit you outside of ministry. Cause it's ba- like the target is almost like a gap year. Mm. Yeah. It's get people who are in a gap year and it's something that will benefit you for the rest of your life. Like I <clears throat> said earlier, like I've built relationships with my friends and I still talk to them from my, from 
uh, my DTS, which was three years ago, mm-hmm. and I'll remember it from the rest of my life. And it, yeah. And like during COVID, it was super hard. Like it, my DTS, like I wanted to leave, but it helped me realize like I got to persevere through this. And that's what a DTS can do. It can build so much care, perseverance, something you wouldn't learn in college and just in other situations. Yeah. But yeah, it just, if you, yeah, I just, I highly encourage it. Yeah. It's life changing. I, I like how you said, you know, we, we get them in the gap here, but then you're talking about how you've been in this thing for three years now. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. So that one gap here turned into three. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, however much longer you have still, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's amazing uh, for, for a couple different reasons. One, like how you were saying, Aubrey, like you're, you don't know what to do. So you have like this, this tension of, do I continue school? Do I go into the workforce? What am I going to do? Am I calling the ministry? Yeah. I don't know. Um, and taking, like how you said, Jameson, that 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 crucial time to kind of get some core foundational teaching in you, yeah. to learn the voice of the Lord, um, to, to get out into the world, maybe do some ministry, get a feel for it. And uh, what, like how you said, whether you're going to be a doctor, a teacher, yeah. Something like that. It's good to kind of get exposed to the greater world around you. Mm-hmm. Um, hear the voice of the Lord. Be used by God, and yeah. uh, get these prerequisites going on, mm-hmm. uh, and see if this is actually something you want to do full time. Mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely amazing whenever people get a call into to full time ministry. Mm-hmm. Whether you know it's a pastor, teacher, you know. Something like that, or if it's a missionary, like how you guys are doing right now, mm-hmm. yeah. um, because the reality is, is people need Jesus, and especially in our city. Yes, I, I say all the time, Lord, send them all. You know, yes. the harvest is plentiful, mm-hmm. but the labors are few. This is what, what the Bible says in, in Luke. Yes, He says, pray to the Lord of the harvest that He would send more laborers into the harvest. Mm-hmm. And uh, here in Vegas, we we need everyone we can get. You know yes. what I mean? So I'm glad you guys are here, yeah. doing what you're doing. Plowing, plowing the the harvest field with Jesus and for Jesus. I think that's yeah. absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. So, um, talk to us about some of the the things that you guys have experienced since being here in Vegas. Obviously, Jameson's been here longer than what you have. Yeah. Um, but talk to us about some of the impactful things that you guys have been a part of that you have seen since you've been in Vegas with YWAM. Yeah, so... Either one of you. <laughs> I can go first. Okay. Yeah, yeah go I, ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Um, yeah. For me, coming here, especially my first time, which was two years ago, I really learned how different a city, especially Vegas, is different than my small town. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a very big difference. There's human trafficking. There's kids in foster care. There's homeless everywhere. Like, it's a huge underestimated problem. And through all the characters, through all the people, like the people coming to just party, I learned how to talk to different kinds of people. And, yeah, it's something I really learned how to do. And being with, in my second time, being with staff working, I really learned how to be with a team, how to... Yeah, how to set up ministry, how to just be a leader in a way. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 
What's something impactful you've seen over the last several weeks you've been here? Because you just got here at the beginning of October. <laughs> yes. Um, and we're we're right in the middle of November now by the time this airs. You know what I mean? What are some things that, that you've seen the last several weeks you've been here? Yeah. So one of the huge things, we were out on outreach because we do outreach twice a week, whatever God calls us to do that week. And we took our van with a bunch of food that a church had donated to us to use for our outreach. And we went and just brought the homeless food, just passed it out, um, took every chance we could to tell them about Jesus and their worth in God. And I was with my team member and came upon this group of like five guys all in wheelchairs lined up on the street and I started kind of talking to them as a group because they're all seem to be good buddies and pretty soon they're like oh we're we're all blind and because I was like hey do you want a bible and they're like oh we can't um we can't see and I was like hey can I pray for you guys and at first they're like very reluctant and then all of a sudden one guy was like, yeah, I want some prayer. And so I prayed for him first. And pretty soon, every single one of them wanted prayer. And That's so the awesome. Lord just, like, softened their heart right in front of my eyes. And it was mm-hmm. amazing, super touching. And just to see, like, the change in their faces, it was amazing. And then that was huge. And then for Halloween, a couple weeks ago, we went on outreach from 12.30 to 4 a.m. My, my, my. On Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> Go ahead, strip. Aubrey. Go ahead. Yeah. Getting them in the middle of the night. Yeah, so it was wild, and we were expecting, like, a lot of people, but it was colder, so there was less people. Mm-hmm. But over and over, we kept getting, having divine encounters. God kept mm-hmm. leading us to specific people. I talked to one lady, and it was her um, dead husband's, anniversary and so she was just heartbroken and Mm. I got to pray for her and it was so touching that the Lord used me for that Mm -hmm. and used our team to touch people and what really really stuck out for me that night was if we're on our way back and I was like okay we're kind of winding down Mm -hmm. and one of our team members had already talked to a couple of salesmen probably selling tickets to strip clubs, stuff like that. And he started talking to the one guy again, and the other guy was, like, looking down, didn't look like he was doing great. And I was, like, just talking about his worth in God, and it was just, like, something in his eyes, like, completely, like, radically changed. And it was just amazing. Like, our team has so many stories from that night of those things over and over again. That's that's another thing, like, I've seen in YWAM. And, like, I would have never seen working in a factory, sure. going to college, is, like, miracles. Um, like, I yeah. went to Brazil for one of my uh, outreaches, and I saw a guy, he, like, we just felt called to put mud on his eyes. Like, he had blurry vision for years. We put mud on his eyes and just prayed, like, our hearts out and washed it off like Jesus did. And only with our faith... That's all we could do is our faith that he wouldn't, that he would not have blurry vision. Through our prayers, he would see clearly, and it happened. Wow. And that's what we learned. But we would not learn that 
with our young Christian faith through our lectures, through fellowship that we had, through our people encouraging us to read the Bible. Yeah. We would have not had that if we gone to a factory and our or having a job that yeah we was not what my point is is like we put more hours in our faith just to get into that uh to that point to do that miracle wow yeah that's amazing now yeah. did you spit in the mud before you put it in the mud? i tried yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. no well yeah that's that's amazing i mean uh, real ministry is taking place. Yeah. Real ministry is taking place uh, outside of a Sunday morning service, yeah. uh, which I think is amazing. There's nothing wrong with Sunday morning services. I'm obviously a pastor. We have amazing Sunday morning services at our church. Plug for Overflow Church. If you want to come hang out, come hang out, right? <laughs> but uh, But there's ministry going on outside of the four walls of a church where you guys are literally hitting the streets, going yeah. to the nature of the world. Uh, saying, Lord, here I am. You can use me. You can you can do whatever you want to do through my life. Yeah. And you're seeing people experience the power and the presence of the Lord mm-hmm. right where you're at. I think that's that's uh, fantastic. That's wonderful. Um, tell us some more stories about what YWAM Vegas does specifically. You talked mm-hmm. about uh, the sex trafficking uh, track, the homeless track. What are some more things that, that YWAM Las Vegas does? Yeah. Okay. Like a uh, like stories from our outreaches. Yeah, just even like if someone, so say someone's watching, like man, I want to learn more about what, oh, okay. what's going on through YWAM Vegas. Yeah. In Las Vegas, talk to them about that. Okay. Yeah, a story that happened to me a few weeks ago. Um, I just I just happened to wear a shirt that said Matthew. I think I forgot the first. But it had the scripture about Matthew on the back. And that morning I was praying. Uh, I was get, uh, my, in my Bible study. I was reading Matthew. And um, as we were leaving, like we were done talking to people, evangelizing people, a showgirl tapped me on the shoulder. She's like, oh, I love Matthew. I love that scripture. And I've never talked to a showgirl before because uh, men aren't really allowed to. Talk to showgirls. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be talking to showgirls. Yeah. You know I mean, but just, the one payment. Just me. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? But she was so open to me talking to her because of the scripture. And that script, that shirt was from me doing YWAM in the past, too, which is kind of ironic. But, yeah, it just went to something because she told her how she doesn't love Vegas. She sees it as a black hole. Mm. She got here because of a man that brought her here through, se- I mean, like sex trafficking. Yeah. And getting to talk to her from God calling me here through just my experience in YWAM through, yeah, just the ministry I've been through. I got to talk to her. I got to pray for her. And she's never seen him. She said she's never had a man pray for her. She's never had a man talk to her. And it's, yeah, it's just stories like that with homeless, with, uh, with, uh, Girls in anti-traffic in human trafficking, we uh, uh, babysit. We babysitted kids before, yeah. And we just our main thing is evangelizing the people on the strip in Fremont. Yeah, so, so many stories. So what is like what is like a typical week look like for you guys as missionaries to Vegas? What does that look like? For us, um, we're in a pretty slow season. 
because we don't have a disciple training school going on because that's like our main focus is to have a disciple training school. So yeah. we're building up to having one calling people, getting it set up, doing stuff like this. But uh, yeah, but when that happens, our main focus is to do the lectures to really put a main focus on the students and what our, I guess, outcome will be is going to love on Vegas to do the outreaches we do to go to Fremont, to go to the strip, to go to homeless shelters, to go babysit kids, to do just to love the city. And I guess our biggest benefit is just talking and letting, uh, God calling us to the uh, Fremont and Strip. And so many stories come out of that. Just praying for people, hearing their stories. Like the other, like I debated an atheist uh, a few weeks ago. And I've never debated an atheist before. Especially like this guy. And like he he wasn't really open. but And he didn't listen to anything I said. Nothing really came out of it. But it benefited me so much because it encouraged me to put work into it sure yeah so yeah it benefits us as too because like stories come out of it but it like with the showgirl benefit them as well so it's like a fellowship yeah Yeah. sure so what does a typical look like for you albert yeah so typically like monday mornings we have worship and then we usually have a speaker come in whether sometimes we have them from out of the building, sometimes they're just a staff member who mm-hmm. has something that God put on their heart and sure. that, that they speak. Um, and then usually Tuesday through Thursdays, that's when we do outreach, usually twice a week. And then Fridays we have intercessory prayer time mm-hmm. in the morning, and that is really what our week looks like. Saturdays and Sundays, sometimes we have events, we all go to our churches, um, but generally we all have times of fellowship throughout the week that just are spontaneous, just, um, Bible studies, game nights, stuff like that to just be really rooted in the word and everything we do. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. So it's not like you guys have stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Very cool. If people are here in, uh, the Las Vegas Valley or abroad, and they want to mm-hmm. get involved with YWAM or maybe YWAM Las Vegas, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, go to our website. Just look us up online. Uh, we have our phone number. Uh, you can call us uh, during our business hours, which are 9 a.m. to twelve uh, to 5 p.m. Uh, in the evening during weekdays, Monday to Friday. Um yeah, and we have our website you can look up, you can apply to join us, whether that's through Disciple Training School, whether that's through Volunteer Mission Builders. We, uh, mission Builder is uh, where you are basically on staff working, like I'm on staff helping to just do everything we do. But a Mission Builder is pretty much the same thing, except he hasn't done a Disciple Training School, but he's using uh, uh, his spiritual gift to benefit the base. But yeah, and you can also go to our Instagram or Facebook and you can uh, just contact us, direct message us, and we'll give you info. 
Awesome. And email us on our website as well. Awesome. We'll have all that information down below. Yeah, yeah. We'll look Great. Up. Awesome. Thank you guys both for being on the show today. It was, yes, it was a pleasure connecting. Yeah. Thank we you. Love it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Hey, and listen, I want to take a, a moment to thank you as well. Thank you so much for being part of the Las Vegas United community. Would you do me a favor? We're going to put an email address down below. And if there's anybody that you know that would be a good guest on the show, email us. Let us know. And we'd love to make the connection and bring on somebody that, that uh, is in connection with you. We're all in this thing together. God is on the move in our valley and in our city. So listen, thanks for, for joining us. And we'll see you next time right here on Las Vegas United. God bless you.